And so as he was broken and I went back into those memories, he, he began to shake and tremble. Why? Because the ligands that was in his, in his amygdala, they had a frequency. And what was that frequency? Fear. And fear trembled him. And really what was happening is truth was trembling him and fear was in his thought process. But the Bible says that blessed is he who trembles at my word. Blessed is he who trembles at my word. This, I know this is weird, but just think about it. You don't have to receive it. Just think about it and ask God. So, uh, Isaiah 66 says, Blessed is he who trembles at my word. Blessed is he who trembles at my presence. Um, Philippians 4 says, Think on those things which are true and honest and then of good report and so on and so on. But we usually skip right over the truth and, and, and honest. So the truth came in. I was dealing with truth and honesty. And when truth and honesty happened, his body began to tremble and shake. Why? Because truth is Jesus and Jesus is the presence of God. And he began to tremble. And when that happened, I had a vision of the battlefield. I told him what I saw. And I saw literally two angels. And I saw Jesus. And I saw the first man he killed. I saw where he was. And I saw the man that was shot. Now, he didn't tell me this because I don't ask my veterans to tell me anything because they don't want to. And I don't need to know unless God tells me. If I need to know, God will show it to me. So I, I, I begin to describe to him. Now, let me show you how specific God is. When a body is, is shot with a bullet, it typically won't fall forward. Especially if it's like a machine gun. Big, high-powered bullet. That body's going to fall backwards. But I saw this body fall forward. Why did God show me that? Because he knew that I saw what he really saw. I wasn't making anything up. And I even said, God, why is that body falling forward? And he said, because it was a gut shot. And I said, Paul, is that true? Is it a gut shot? And he said, yes. And I mean, he is, he's crying. He's, wail, he's hurting. He's in some serious pain. Well, I saw two angels, one on each side, lift that spirit up. Before it left the body, Jesus stood there and introduced himself to the man that was dying. And he accepted Christ, wrapped his arms around, not the physical body, his spiritual body, fell into Jesus, and the man was saved before he left the body. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but I'm telling you what I saw. You've heard stories before people died and went to hell and, and, and they said somebody's grandmother was praying they were right there at the brink of hell and something sucked them out and they went right back in the body and they come back and they tell all these testimonies. That's easy for people to believe for some reason. But when I tell the story of how this man was dying and as his body was his spirit was leaving the body, Jesus met him right there. Two angels held him before he came completely out the body and Jesus showed up to him and the man accepted Christ before he left his body. And that man that was tormented for 40 years was healed like that. Why? Because that other page, the book of the amygdala, the rest of the story, good day. <laughs> and it was a good day. He's still healed. That was a year ago. One of the things he was scared of, he wouldn't even tell the testimony at first. He said, I'm not going to tell the testimony. I said, why not? He said, because what if it don't work? What if it comes back? I said, you can't un-mocha latte and espresso. <laughs> See, the espresso was that expressed bitter war. But when Jesus came in and put cream and honey, what's the, what's the land of promise flowing with? Milk and honey. And just a little bit of chocolate. 
Why, that was the darkness, see? And now it's a mocha latte. It's a chain link protein that you cannot un-mocha latte. He's healed. You know what he did? He took what I taught him. He went into every memory from war. Healed them all without Angela. You don't need me to do this. I'm happy to help you. But I'm not your Savior nor your Holy Ghost. I can teach this information. I can give it to you and you can go teach other people. You can set them free. You can watch cancer die. You can watch bones move back into place. You can watch dead bladders come to life. I'm telling you real things. In seconds... Sometimes an hour, sometimes a week, sometimes a little bit of time. But I've watched people heal over and over and over and over and over. And it's not, it doesn't even feel miraculous anymore. I'm in awe and wonder, but miraculous means not explainable. I'm still in awe. May I never lose my wonder. Do you know why God is awesome? This is a little side note. you know why God's awesome? Because right now, not everyone is in awe. Only some are. One day, all will be in all. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. So what we're going to do is when we come back, are we close to 8.30? When we come back after the break, I'm going to see if anyone is interested. And we'll, Amang, will you give a little bit of testimony before we do this? Okay. I'm going to see if anyone's interested. If you have a, a sickness in your body, an ailment in your body, or something that's hurting you or whatever, and I can't heal you. If I could heal you, I'd just got like a pow, and you'd all be healed and I'd be gone. <laughs> but it don't, I haven't seen it happen that way. And, and not everyone that I've done with this with has healed, but for those who will let go of their emotion and let their heart be open and let the emotional experience occur, I've seen healing after healing after healing after healing. Uh, is Tony and Katie here? Atar? Okay. Tony got up last Saturday or the Saturday that was here and he gave testimony. He went through this session, a private session, and the, the doctor told him he had an 81-year-old man's body. He's 41. And literally, it, through having his amygdala shifted, he said he, he felt like a puddle on the table, and we just call him Jello Man now. But he couldn't move. His tendons, his muscles, his joints were all stiff, and he was always real tight, so he couldn't stretch. And so after we went through this and we, we shifted some things in his brain, his body healed instantly. Nobody was trying to heal him. Nobody was commanding his body to be healed. I'm not against that. I love that stuff. But that's not what happened in this case. His heart was healing and his amygdala was healing and his body manifested healing. Isn't that amazing? See, may we never lose our wonder. Bright-eyed and mystified, may we be just like a child staring at the beauty of our King. He's the king of the brokenhearted. He said, if you're not sick, I didn't come for you. If your heart's not broken, I didn't come. I came for the brokenhearted. He's looking for kings and priests who will rule. And what will we rule in? Love. Why does he want the brokenhearted to rule? Because brokenness breeds compassion and love. And rejection makes you want unity. And abandonment makes you want to not leave anyone out. So sorrow and suffering... One day will be wiped away. But right now it has a purpose. And that purpose is to transform you and I out of pride, because everyone has pride of life. Everyone has lust of the eyes. Everyone has lust of flesh. But as we go into our sorrow and suffering, it will change your amygdala. You'll see that you're loved. Humility is not something you do or put on. It's something that's, a, that's gifted to you. That is, if, if I could humble myself, I could congratulate myself. 
then I would, wouldn't be humble. <laughs> See, you can't humble yourself like you think you can. But judgment will humble you. And when you get in your amygdala and you rewire that, guess what happens? You see all your judgments and forgiveness floods you like a river. You don't even choose to forgive. It just manifests like a baby out of a womb. It's called spontaneous forgiveness. It's, it's fabulous. So let's take a break. Um, let me say one thing before we take a break. I don't know if you didn't mention this earlier, so I'm going to do it now. Um, Hope 406 has, has made this happen. And um, we'd like to take up an offering. And... Um, we put on the, the thing that, that the offering will go toward the work of what I do. When I go places, I do not mandate people. I don't charge for what I do. If I do a raindrop, which I'm, I won't talk about that tonight, but if I do a raindrop, that's something I do charge for. It's like a spa treatment. So if you, we would expect to pay for a spa treatment. But you wouldn't expect to pay to be prayed for. That would, if somebody expects you to pay for you, don't go there. But this is all that I do. And I do ask for love offerings when I go. If, you're, if you want to support what I do, you can go to my website. There's a donate button. You can click that donate button. You can give all kinds of ways through the donate button. If you want to support this this weekend, um, or Wednesday, um, then I ask that you do that. I am looking for people that will underwrite my next book. It's called No Longer Deceived. D-I-S capital E-V. E, apostrophe D. No longer deceived. And the, uh, that book, we're hoping for it to come out um, in the summer. I'm working on that now. I do have um, a publisher, but we've agreed that... Um, does anybody here know the Passion Translation by Brian Simmons? Yes. Passion, he actually introduced me to his first publisher. And that pu first publisher is um, Fivefold Media out of New York. And so they've accepted my next book. And so rather than them buy it from me, we decided I would keep the rights to it so that if... Not if when I become a best-selling author and someone offers me a big book deal, then I can leave and I can take that book with me. I don't have to let someone else have it. So that's what we're going to do. So that's why I need an underwriter for that. And um, anything else that we need? That they can, there's books on the table. Um, we're going to do a drawing. So make sure that if you didn't fill something out to get a drawing, make sure you get that we're going to draw and give some books away. Um, I will be back if you want. If you're interested in what I'm doing and you want to be a part of that, sign up and say what you would like. If you don't know, just put I don't know. That's okay too. But when, when I come back, the people decide when I come back and you guys decide how I'm going to serve you. Anything else that we need to cover?